I sound clear because you sound good. Guy, you sound very smooth. Oh, you, you sound, sound you, you sound like good, a smooth guy. You, you sound, sound like good. a smooth criminal. Sound like you got some money from the government good, you know what I mean? Definitely not, bro. That stupid <laughs> check completely missed everything connected to me, bro. Missed me talk, completely. We can talk about why. Uh no, we don't need to, but it's no, cool. We can talk uh, about why. We'll, we'll we'll wait till the show starts. Welcome everyone to episode <laughs> 56 of Know How the Podcast. This is your boy Tunde, and I'm joined by my awesome co-host, Super Lord Bowo. We gotta do the pew pew pews. We gotta do the pew pew pews manually. Did you know if you type pew 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 on iMessage, you know what happens? Yes, actually, I saw that tweet. Was it last night, the night before, where it says it basically explodes your phone with the light show? Yeah, it doesn't explode the phone. Don't scare the people now. Guys, if you have a high phone, Type pew pew pew, or is it two pews or three pews? Whatever it is. Someone's daughter was definitely trying to scare my life and didn't Stand tell me up. what it did. Yeah, and just told me, "Hey, type in pew pew," and I was like, uh, "And you too, you said okay, okay, it's you." I didn't respond. I just, Adam Maniv happened. Well, I I just did it, and then um, I basically just like decided that uh, me, you were gonna continue your day. Yeah, I was like, let me go back to looking at this deck. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you call people's children. Yeah, you know. Wow. You're so ridiculous. Are you Yu-Gi-Oh? Wow. (laughs) You just called me random anime characters. Yeah, because you're talking about decks like you are Yu-Gi-Oh. It's well. Ah. Now I'm Exodia. Well done. Well done. Well done. Good. The Shakiri jokes are flying early. Wow. I said I want want to go about work. (laughs) What's going on, man? How's your week four? Five, seven. Dog, this is I'm a month in, dog. This is week four, then. Yeah, this is week four for me, dog. Got you. You know, one day at a time, uh, controlling what you can, uh, trying to see the light in the darkness, bruv. Oh, wow. You're giving us Bazo. You know what I'm saying? Trying not to go go mad like the Tiger King. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Modern references. It's, yeah, I you're watched. Papa, did you you're man. Did you see the latest episode that dropped from the Tiger King series? No, I heard it dropped. I was I was supposed to watch it tonight or tomorrow. I um I had to go grocery shopping today, so I was out and about. Where um, how's how's everyone on your side, fam? Everybody's kosher. Everyone is well. Everyone's healthy. I'm obviously home and free, so I'm doing the grocery shopping. Um, things. Uh, Big Lex is good. Um, working from home, she was on. Uh, she was managing three conference calls today. Ooh. Doing her thing, you know, I mean, on the ones and threes. So, shout out to women holding it down. You, you know, know leading, leading in their fields. So, we're proud of them. We love women leaders. So, but I had to like hop in like, I think like six different grocery spots just to get everything I need because it's either long lines or empty shelves. So, you got to like mix and match. So, how does, because you know, I be Amazon Fresh in it. But yeah, I do. How do you be social? How do you maintain your social distance when you be? Well, the you know? good thing now is, um, like I was in Stop and Shop today. They have like lines in each aisle. Like one aisle would just be like two, and one aisle would be fro, like uh, north south, north south. Mm-hmm. To try to limit. I'm not gonna say people are like hundred percent listening, but mm-hmm. you know, people are well aware. You know, I'm 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 usually one that's uncomfortable when someone's in my space. Mm-hmm. But I feel like now everybody's like, you get too close to somebody, they're like, uh, what's, what's, <laughs> what's stay the meaning of away. this? Stay what, away. Why, why are you trying to kill me? You know what I mean? Like, 
you don't want to attack somebody to like endanger them. No, you just got to be in their space. You, you know what? Like, I, you know, I thought about it. I thought if we, if all of this was, if we were living presently in Nigeria right now, we wouldn't have the issue of having to go into the store because we would just send our kids to do it. Right, but the thing is, they could catch something and bring it back, and I do not trust a child. Facts. To make those decisions. Facts. Even though, even though as Nigerians, we'll probably be like, send the young sibling, like, go go and come back. That's how, that, that's how you have to send somebody that's not your kid. Mm. Wow. You are sacrificing. <laughs> are you hearing this, man? <laughs> this is what you're doing with people's children. <laughs> now, nah, but Stop and Shop was crazy. So I, I had to go to the Asian supermarket because I know the Asian supermarkets don't be too crazy. Mm-hmm. And they have all the vegetables. The vegetables. I want vegetables. Mm-hmm. I want no, no. So yeah, I went in there, picked some stuff up. Then I went to the halal spot Ooh. to get my to you get to, the goat. You want, to go, you want to go see DJ Khaled? Okay, right, <laughs> brother. <laughs> I know yeah, for everybody. You know, everybody else, I give you for five dollars. I give it to you for four ninety nine. Yeah, no, no, I the, give it to no, four ninety nine. I, I make I, you. I let you say five cents for four ninety five. Give me four ninety five. You take Sam, I keep I, you keep on nickel, everybody good, everybody fine. You're gassing it, but that's it's literally <laughs> they weighed they weighed my the goat meat they gave to me and it was like thirty-three or thirty it was like almost thirty-four dollars, but mm-hmm. it was thirty-three and some cents. Chopped it up, doom, and then the receipt, because I from the meat um section to like the register. Hey yo. They, they yes yes yes. <laughs> After cutting it up, guess what? We, guess what? They just literally wrote the thirty-three, the number thirty-three zero zero on a piece of paper. Shout out to our halal brothers and sisters. Yeah, all yeah. Down. You know what I'm saying well, that's well, why Allahi, when, when, God, when, the, when God, the revolution God, goes God. down, when the revolution goes down, we know the Akis that held us down. You know what I'm saying? Facts. You know, all, Facts our Yemen, all, our Yemeni, all our Yemeni brothers and sisters, all our you know. Our Middle Eastern brothers and sisters that hold down the the bodegas, you know what I'm saying? Now we we appreciate y'all. So it was like hopping spot to spot, you know, gloved up, masked up. Hey, know. gloved up. You feel me? You feel me? Practice, practice um, paying safe, with safe chops. Paying with Apple Pay, you know, limiting contact. Ooh. I had to go to the bank today. The bank, the line, because obviously, you know, there's certain people who have to walk into a branch. The line to walk into the branch was insane, but there's the ATM right outside the bank. And um, I, right before I got on, some random guy with Lysol wipe on. If he works for them, but he had a big <laughs> bag of Lysol wipe, he wiped the ATM. And my suspect behind was like, is he trying to take my info? But he was just wiping the ATM. <laughs> I was like, bro, don't be... First off, I was about to turn up because I'm like, sir, I am next. <laughs> don't give me second hand corner. Fam, do, fam, do not. If, these are not the times to skip somebody because I will turn up here. I, I don't blame you. You're brave for going out to the uh, banks and doing all that right. while this is going on because personally, that's been one of my fears, like going to a, a ATM and somebody just, you know, breathing too close to me and I have to like, no, I feel you. I not feel have to you. fight you and potentially go to jail. And I don't want to do that. So right. I've been doing my best to do all the limit contact. No, no, yeah. I, I have the, my emergency... cash apps, the Venmos that I, can. I have my emergency cash, but this was like a big transaction. So I had to but I have emergency cash. Like if they said there's no more cash, like I have my emergency cash to last me uh-huh. a few, a few moons. But um, it was um, 
It was real. It was real today. Like, you know, the anxiety still kicks in a little bit. But everybody is taped. Everything is taped up. Like, it's like stand here and then there's six feet on the tape. So you stand there. So the lines for the register, like nobody's next to each other. And because, um, you know, no offense to like the customers that I go to the Asian supermarkets, like they don't be respecting personal space mm-hmm. sometimes. But, you know, there's a tape like telling people where to be. So that was cool. Oh, there was a little, there was a little drama. What happened? At so, the bank? At the supermarket. The, oh. China, the, the Asian supermarket. I don't know if you know of a spot called H-Mart. Oh, yes, I, I do. Yeah. <laughs> so H-Mart, um, every other supermarket has somebody working the door. But H-Mart just put a tape on the window and said, when somebody comes out, the next person could go in. Oh, wow. Very simple. Like, in, out, in, out, you know? so It's actually very smart. It's just, no, that's how it is everywhere now because they limit the amount, but they don't have somebody working the door. Everybody, oh, everywhere it. else I've been has someone working. They see somebody walk out, then they open the door and you walk in. Simple. Oh. But each one just has the paper and everyone should do as they please, you know? Oh. Um, so we're all there waiting. I'm like five people behind. So nobody walks out. This one gentleman and his daughter walks in. Ooh. Like a black dude, skips everybody. And this guy who's next in Scrubs, sir, there's a line you have to do this. The black guy says, I'm the owner. <laughs> <laughs> so Was I'm he really five... the owner, though? Sir. <laughs> sir. <laughs> it doesn't even matter if you're the owner. He's yeah. there because he was trying to walk in and his daughter was like, dad, dad. Because they, you know, they're yelling at him. Yeah. And he goes, I'm the owner. Sir, you're not the owner that you want to see. Da, 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 like an uh, island dude with his accent. So it was just like, I'm five behind. So my anger is not there because I'm like, I'm not next anyway. Yeah, I figure it out. You're like, please but, don't mess up my chance of me. I just want to go in there yeah, and I get just, my small old days in and some shiitake mushrooms. I need a fam. I bought small two soy packs, sauce. Two packs of shiitake mushrooms for the ramen I'm about to make next. You see. Um, and I got some stir fry vegetables. Mm. So, you know. Ordinary Kiko man, you can't get it. Can't small Kiko man. Kiko, Kiko. <laughs> Kiko man. Couldn't even pick that up. Kiko man. Your girlfriend soy sauce. Wow. <laughs> DJ soy sauce again. Hey. Nah, but um, it was it's real. Like there's tension here and there. Uh, the Wendy's drive-through, it's like looped around. Oh, you're wild! You've been going to, you've been no, checking no, no, out no, fast no, food. No, 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 no. Sir, <laughs> sir, sir, sir. You I forgot. Past, you forgot what kicked off this past, pandemic. I drove past the Wendy's, you and we're gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about that country. No, no, no. Yeah. I'm not even talking about the country. You know, really yeah. kicked. You know what I think really kicked all this shit off? What? Remember when the Popeye's chicken sandwich became like a thing? Oh man! I think so, that honestly, so I think batch, people. You think the second batch of Popeyes? I, I till tomorrow, I don't know what that sandwich tastes like. I never tried it, but every everyone I know, you see, everyone I know that's tried that sandwich. <laughs> every single one, bro. Every we, single one. We litty over here, pimp. you know what I'm saying? We pimp. litty over here. I don't pimp. know if the chicken they gave me was different, but we litty over here. See? But where'd that chicken come from? Mm. I, don't, I don't so so you're saying the chicken was storing in their body and then suddenly or are you saying the 5g tower hits the chicken in their body and then the chicken in their body dog 
I'm yeah, not, I'm bring it I'm home. Even, bring I'm it home. Even, bring the five G home. <laughs> bring it together. I am not a conspiracy theorist. I don't believe in any of the five G madness. I know you are, which is why I'm not. I'm not indulging you in this. I culture. am. I don't believe in five G, but I love a good conspiracy theory. I don't believe in the five G stuff because, um, as someone that's in the tech, that we're has, both we're both in the tech space. We both understand. Yeah, we're both we both understand science and know that it's deeper than like if two G, three G, four G didn't kill us. Like radiation is definitely a thing, yes, and five G is definitely falls in line with all that stuff. But people just need to be educated about how those technologies work before they run. Five G, five G is in how many countries? About five, six. Yeah, and people aren't walking out with and two. COVID, COVID nineteen out here doing billboard numbers in all these countries. It's platinum. Let's relax. COVID went platinum in three months. Bro. Dog. No Bro. features. No features. COVID nineteen like... is like the J Cole of viruses. <laughs> <laughs> by itself it's a different strain stop yeah. touching niggas with your hand <laughs> uh, Girl, we need our drops back I miss, no I more miss. viruses to think of um, no, oh, no. you're you about to make more, more you peeped you peeped you peeped uh, uh, but what I was saying nah, is, I don't world, believe in the, I don't COVID, believe in the five G thing. Has, COVID has no role models. It's just straight up. <laughs> <laughs> you remind me of my first sandwich. Oh uh, wait, how no. about how about COVID? COVID led SARS down. Oh wow, that's Talk that was to good. Me. That was Talk good. Talk to me, my brother. That was good. I need my plaque tomorrow. Uh, that was really good, actually. Thank we you. should Thank we should hit him, hit him Dreamville so make sure you get your credits. <laughs> no, I don't believe in the 5G thing. What I do believe is uh, most of these things, most of these illnesses and viruses and stuff definitely are connected to people's diets. Like all the people that I've been peeping online that have been succumbing to the illness, um, the ones that have been like passing from it, not to be, get mm-hmm. morbid, but the ones that have been passing, there seems to be a correlation between diet or pre pre-existing health conditions and, and no so definitely forth, right? definitely there's a, there's a thing with your you know everyone's been saying immune system immune system so that's definitely a thing i think we can all agree on that and i honestly hope to be real with you because you know we know the black diet and mm-hmm. um, i hope covid corona whatever you want to call it like has people given up some of their grandma's recipes Mm -hmm. like let some of these recipes go with the extra butter and the sugar it's all the sodium um, it's the the sodium it's the ph it's the ph levels of the things they're eating it's the um it's a lot of stuff man but basically comes down to poor diet poor um maintenance of 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 health and like not working out high blood pressure uh cholesterol high cholesterol or just all these different things that, that go into uh, a diet and, and living a healthy lifestyle. So uh, my encouragement to everyone that is listening is uh, to, if you know you are already experiencing like um, wild health, pre-existing health conditions, and you don't have this thing, I would take this time, if you can, to like look into cleaner eating habits. If you're, get, if you're getting groceries, make sure you're eating more organic foods if you can't afford them. Um, if you did get a stimulus check, definitely, you know, don't use it to splurge on fast food, you know, just look into more, you know, cleaner eating habits, man. Like, so when this, when all this is over and we're finally adjusting to whatever is after this, because people, people keep saying, Oh, like, I can't wait till things get back to normal. There is no normal after this. Um, no, but, no. Well, I, whatever it is, 
you yeah. know, let it whatever just be life better. is after this. Correct? Yeah, whatever is left, like I just hope it's better. I think a lot of people have to face themselves in the mirror because mm-hmm. a lot of people's diet are horrible, you know. Dog. And I ha- I'm talking to my people to stop smoking hookah, like Dog. indoors. Like you have something that's affecting your lungs, and this people, like people, are still like pumping smoke into their lungs, and it's just like, bro. We please. both know. We both know homies that are complaining that they can't go to Washington Heights and have their hookah parties. And I've like, been begging I've been begging everyone to please just eat edibles. Stop smoking. Just eat same. The edibles now. Somebody actually tried to uh pitch, hey we should we should uh you know quarantine we should uh do the joint quarantine thing together. We could smoke I'm like no we 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 all grew up in Yoruba culture so we're big fans of Shalaye and living your best life and Turning up, like trust we are, mm-hmm. but certain things that decisions have to be made. Like I honestly hope, like we get to like give up some recipes because it's hitting the African American community insane. And not just um, not even just giving up recipes, but tweaking them. Like for example, like yeah, yeah no, change some things in them things. Like please. we are we are definitely children of the bodega. Like we love the bodega and a bacon egg and cheese. Like that's. That's something we're very familiar with. But like even small things like that, I had to learn a few years ago how to replace certain things in my diet so I could feel better every day. Like I used to eat bacon, egg, and cheese every day before I went to work years ago. And then I just switched up things. Like I switched the bacon for turkey turkey bacon. And then I started to notice like almost immediately after I made just that switch, my day started um, shifting to me being in a positive mood like longer in in the morning and i didn't realize how it was positively affecting my day until over time i started to realize okay i have a lot less fatigue in the morning i have i'm less irritable like i just i just started to feel my body feel better when i started to change certain things in my diet like i stopped drinking dairy milk around the same time switched it for almond milk um and sometimes oat milk just like little things like that that shit works bro and I've been trying to convert people little by little. And um, not everybody will listen because they're convinced that their way is mm-hmm. just the, the, the way they'll do it. But, uh, you know. Okay. I, and if we're not experts, but you will learn. Mm. You will, what is it? You will learn. You will listen when you die. What is probably the most uh, unhealthy African food that you know everyone eats? Um, I think anything starchy is bad. Um, but... Unless you're going on a long journey, you need that energy. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Yeah, but that's the thing, right? Most of our diets, like, that, most of the things we eat, like, the people that we're eating were, like, people who go to the farm, put in work. Correct. Put in work, like. Their lifestyles were completely yeah, different yam, hundreds of years money, ago. Yeah, in the morning for breakfast, like, people that were doing that were putting in heavy work mm-hmm. in the farm or were hunting when, the, you know. The bush meats that people like to eat. There are people catching this fast as animals. You know, it's not just some like people were putting in a lot of work. Yeah, and 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 fishing and using all that exactly, to focus on fishing. Exactly. I also think I, I agree with you. Some people are just walking to Ubas and doing that. Walking to taking taking a skeleton uh, to the other Uba. I would say Okada, but that band that band is still too fresh. No, no. They always definitely fresh. Please. Wait. Can you can you imagine uh those that uh had to deal with the Al-Qaeda band now they can't be outside at all? Like forget the fact that they 
couldn't ride our kayaks anymore. Now they have to just be indoors. Like, no, it's insane. I every day I think about people who like make money from just outdoors. You know, like not even a specific business, but just you know, little things here and there, just interaction, just people being out, whether selling water in the street or gala, or, you know, all these little things that just doesn't happen unless mm. people are outdoors, and it's just. It's sad, you know, that governments all over the world, uh, kudos to whichever, you know, I know Ghana, I said Ghana. Wow. So Ghana's doing great. Ghana's <laughs> doing great. Ghana's, Ghana's doing out, amazing. Let's yeah, give it up Canada, for Ghana. Canada is, um, I know, planning on giving people money monthly, you know, so shout out to those countries. Ghana. Yeah, but I am hearing that the Canadian government is being really, really slow with delivering those uh, stimulus checks. Funds, I know yeah. a lot of people got their... Uh, the American this, this week. Uh, did you did you get yours, sir? I didn't get anything. Uh, why, why is that? Uh, could you share with the <laughs> listeners why you so didn't get me? I've I've received conflicting uh, qualification. Oh, you spoke to your uh, guy in the IRS? <laughs> yeah, definitely spoke oh, to them. Okay. I didn't even get my New York tax return back yet. Oh, um, I too filed. Money to count. Carrier. You're, you're you're being ridiculous. Oh, but okay. I I filed back in like. Sad. Mm. So, I mean, I, I'm hearing everybody shit is delayed. Wait, so. in February you weren't even in the country. Was this like, did you email it to you? No, no, no. I filed before Through I your left. Personal. Oh, okay. I filed before I left. Um, but yeah, I got weeks. I got the confirmation that it, that it was accepted while I was overseas. So I was like, okay, cool. By the time I get back, boom, 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 and they started shutting everything down. And then I called, I called the the department that deals with uh, taxation and all that stuff. And they were like, yeah, we've received everything and it's being processed and, you know, we're going to get to it. And like, yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, well, I will just wait. <laughs> and um, then I started seeing, like, as early as yesterday that people at the time were like, oh, that check finally hit. That check finally hit. And I was like, must be nice. We'll see, though, Sha. Do you, yeah, know, some people, of you, us, know, you know people that got it? Myself included. You got it? Yeah, I was so I was up watching Breaking Bad at two AM. I'm proud of you. Yeah, catching up on episodes of Great uh, Breaking Bad, mm-hmm. and um, I was talking to someone's daughter. Hey, and, shout out to someone's daughter. You know what I mean? Shout and then um, I said, "As I don't get that, let's came on the radio out of nowhere." Wonderful. I was like, "Wow, it came through!" So I opened my savings account that appreciates. Um, <laughs> And I just requested money. O'Shea High Yield. Straight, straight into. I didn't even open my banking, my regular banking account. Because <laughs> I, it's not, you know, it's not money that has anything to do with anything. So I just gently transcribed it. A small gently like that. The more money in that account, the better. So gently, I requested <laughs> it. And then I was like, oh, check. And boom. Someone said, I was like, wow, that hurts too. So I hit up Alexis. Alexis, because Alexis' first year working was last year. Um, she already filed the taxes. She got hers too. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, so a lot. And then I hop on Twitter, and it's a whole bunch of people calling other people broke. So I knew everybody got their money. Mm, that's amazing. Well, good for everyone on your side. I know a bunch of people in New York, in L.A., in florida and that georgia that that definitely confirmed they got something uh a lot of people i know didn't get as much as they thought they were gonna get because they were mm-hmm. in different um tax brackets and whatnot 
Uh, some have kids. They were able to get some more. I still, again, I don't understand the full breakdown as, as to who would qualify for what and, and so forth. But to everybody that did get a, um, a nice stimulus check, I'm happy for you guys. I hope that, um, <laughs> hope that it, that y'all can stretch that out. I also heard that there, they may be instituting some other financial assistance programs for people to be able to uh, keep up with their uh, living expenses for the next few months. I don't know if that's passed in Congress yet. I, per- all, all I, the, I personally all don't. Ends. I personally don't believe it's going to pass because um, no, no, it's not. It's not. Well, I, don't I think, didn't think I don't this think would pass the, either. But I'm very sure that I wouldn't pass. But I didn't think this would pass either. So I'm well, sorry. I think it would require Demo- It would require Democrats and Republicans to be on the same page, and they're trying to make it a partisan issue. So I highly doubt that. Um, yeah, I'll just on maybe they'll agree on a lower amount somewhere, but the or two thousand a month thing, I'd be so stunned. Well, we'll see if people spent their money and got it back into the economy. Maybe they'll be there on some see what happens if we give people money thing. Because mm. um, I've seen some numbers and they said um, at least ten percent of what was received has gone towards um, towards like food related purchases. Oh, they can track that already. Yeah, man. Good for them. Yeah, so and that was like midday today, uh, you know. So, um, I could only imagine where we are now, but I I would imagine though, like you know, people are struggling, so it's either you're trying to put food on the table or keep the lights on, you know. Yeah, if if you're not working or if you're not getting paid as you used to, yeah, I've been trying to um help out some, some you know, homies and stuff that I know that are going through right now, so uh, I, I know that they are feeling it and uh, mm-hmm. my pray- my prayers are definitely up for everyone that's really going through it right no, now definitely, because definitely. I it's a lot um, but what have you been doing to kind of keep your spirits up like what are some things you've been doing to well um, I, I you know things, things you've been watching things you've been consuming books. well I've been resting to be honest with you I know a lot of people have been like trying to go get it um, but that's us like, you know how our 24 hours are. That's us on the regular. It's never really, we never really get to rest because there's just so much happening that we have to, like, be around, keep up with, or know what's going on. So this is one of the few times where the world stops, you know. Yeah. I quote Beyonce, and world stop. But um, <laughs> as a Dayhive member, I can't play with that, you know. Blue Ivy's going to fuck you up, bro. No, no, Blue Ivy's the chosen one. We respect our leader, <laughs> Ivy Blue. Um, but no, no. Um, now I've um, just, I think about two, three days ago, I told you, I'm trying to learn how to video edit. Yes. And that thing is a big boy mess. Like, I don't even, <laughs> I don't know what up, down, left, right is. I'm like trying to figure this shit out. It's so impressive what these people do. And What, what are you I'm learning very, on Final Cut, uh, Premiere? I've started with High Movie. Oh, okay. High movie. I, I respect it. I respect you it. Know, so, but I was able to get um, some lessons from the homie Tsunami. Shout out to Tsunami. Tsunami. So she was letting me know about, you know, isolating sound from the video, you know, doubling up on the video, the effect mm. of video on top of video, all that good shit. So awesome. she's, um, she was teaching me some things, but I need to watch more YouTube videos. I'm going back to my French classes as well. Hey. French lessons. So, because I don't like French people, you know that. So, but I I want to learn the French language just because of it, how widely it is used in certain parts of West Africa. 
I want all our listeners to know that while I do dislike the French establishment, I do love uh, our listeners of French descent. Um, I'm a very big fan of the uh, the children of the French diaspora, the French slash African diaspora. Right. I, I, I did for you people. Bowen may not. You know, no, no, no. I was going to. And I want to make things clear. That's I so Bowen. I want to make things clear. Like he said, so the list, like we fuck with <laughs> the francophones heavy. Uh-huh. The, the French Africans in France as well. We rock with you. You know what I mean? Damn, but the Bowen French. Bowen said he fucks people, with the wee wees. Pause. The French people. Huh. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. I want only I'm just, I'm just not a fan. You I know, I'm not vaccinism. a fan. I'm not a fan of your work. You know, yeah. so I'm not going to be out here. No, I'm just not a fan of your work. And obviously, you know, the people in France aren't the decision makers. So cool. But I'm just not a fan of your work as a collective. Did did there was there any uh, update I on have what some we talked about? in the fridge though. <laughs> not croissants. I on top of my fridge right now. I bought some today. Yeah, I love I love a croissant. Whenever I do go to the deli and make sandwiches, my guy knows it goes on a croissant. Yo, their 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 food their food stuff are so good. But then I think about it and I'm like, what is our prize? Their food is good. It's just yeah, yeah. It's just croissant. Nothing else. Nothing they, else. French. How do we know they didn't take that from the motherland? They just didn't Let's tell talk us. about it. Let's talk about it. You no. know what I mean? They take everything else and don't tell us. Bro. Wow, croissant and to African take... now. That's crazy. Yeah, we need a croissant. You know what? No more French accent on a croissant. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, nah. We taking croissants back. I want Croso. We're just giving it a new name now. <laughs> I want Croissandi. Wow. You Croissandi. I want to any Francophone. I want Croissandi. Get a Senegalese or a Guinean accent in there. Uh, croissant. Yeah, they, they would croissant. Be croissant. Yeah. Croissants. Croissants. Uh, I'm uh, down with that. What else? What else? Even well, think about it. Who are other, what other uh, ethnicity do we know that's mainstream that eats snail the way Nigerians do? I want, I want, Esca- I just I want escargots. Are, yeah, the Nigerians are Liberians. Are people I know that eat a lot of snail. Sure. Because um, one of my Liberians auntie is the plug for the snails. Yeah, so I know, can't a even lot say of, A lot of Liberians have, uh, you know, Yoruba, Igbo descent, you know. Yeah, I want, that's I want that's re- between you and them. No, I want repatriation slaves and stuff. You know that now. No, want... no, no. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We know the history of that. But the I only other know. place that we see that people eat snails are in France. So I wonder where they got that idea from. <laughs> and what? Yeah, like, bro, we're not, we're not. I'm sorry to the French people that might take. Well, I'm not. Yeah, I'm don't be. Tired. I'm, I'm tired of what you guys are doing. <laughs> until Stock- Stockholm syndrome. You're just apologizing to the oppressor like that. Yeah, mm. never I'm, again. I'm sorry for and you people oppressing. I'm ready else. to talk about another country when you are ready to, because you already know. <laughs> Because I'm first, because this French French convo started from the last episode. This is a fact. Let's dive into that once we go through a word from our amazing sponsors. We are back. So now, Bawo, definitely continue kicking off what you were talking about before we went on our quick break. We're going on tour. <laughs> we're going on tour with people blowing hours right now. The next. Would be the Chinese folk. Hey, you know, like I again, want you guys, if you listen to this enough, from the Bonjou to the Nihao, <laughs> Nihao, like, like, bruv, how? I want, I want, I want only the Nihao. 
Thompson they're Walker. just moving anyhow. Thompson Waradi and one how. They're moving anyhow, man. They are. They're and moving they're, anyhow. They're like, moving anyhow, but they're not even moving anyhow. Wow. How? Well, didn't that sound like a Cameron bar? No, that was that was straight Harlem. They moving anyhow. But hear me now. They ain't even mm. moving henny now. Mmm. Wow. Oh. See? I saw the fur. I saw the fur. I'm wearing pink right now. You don't even know what's going on. I don't. I wouldn't like to. I have a fur a fur encrusted headband right now. I got a I got a ski, I got a what's called ski goggles that I have, mm. you know what I'm saying, above my eyebrows. I don't even know why I got them on. God, we we both don't know because it's it's not it's nice out. <laughs> it's not that it's it not that season right now. I'm, know, on, the, I know I'm on the rooftop filming st- stoop kid. And that's another conspiracy theory I'm on. You know, the, the weather machine. You know, I feel like they might they they doing something with the weather machine. But we'll that's for another day. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about China and how it's treating Africans. Not black China. Not, not black China who's selling her uh I don't. You know what's crazy? Selling her follows and selling her FaceTime with her, her I, fans. I found out I found out that she did um surgery at some point for her face. You mean some at some point? What do you mean like she's <laughs> I don't know. That's the thing, right? I wow. don't know much about the babe at all. Wow. Like, at all at all. You saying that? Imagine that's like saying, uh, that's like saying, oh yeah, I heard that auntie only bleached like one day. That's crazy. She bleached like yeah. one day. Because I, I her knuckles and her, knuckles and her face, her knuckles and her face are the same complexion, but she only bleached one time. It's crazy. That's one day. Yeah, that one bleach day. is different. <laughs> and the way bleach is missing in shelves, bleach was another thing I couldn't find in the shelf. But, what, what, what a surprise! All these babes around the world are using this wow. quarantine time to upgrade their bodies. Wow, I've seen it. Yeah. No, no, man, man, them and um, and gal them. So <laughs> let's uh, let's be let's be fair. I, I'm all about women, you know, doing what they want with their bodies. Because I'm a man who says men control women's bodies. We don't, right? But mm-hmm. I peep game. There's a lot of joints that you know I've been acquainted with. We've been acquainted with. We know from the streets. That has been really, really quiet, you know, and uh, they've they've definitely alluded in conversation in the past that they wanted to get certain things done. If they could, they would, <laughs> but they don't have any, you know, t- time off or things are expensive and they wouldn't be able to do it without ha- having to stop their other life. Now they have all the excuse in the world. They, they're literally out of the public eye. A lot of these women are going to come out of this quarantine looking like completely different people. And I'm saying it now so that when we're at last lap. Or you know SOBs or Webster Hall or the streets in general, and we're like, ah, I I think I know you from somewhere, and it's like, oh yeah, you follow me, and it's like, wait, 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 you are that person. You didn't look like that in February. I'm confused. This is now June, and you look, I'm confused. When that happens, when all of that conversation is happening in your brain, remember the fact that Bawo and I told you that this could potentially happen and it's going to surprise a lot of people. I I, I can't even follow up on that. I was, <laughs> I was well, I was just placed on the table very well. Uh, there's a lot of women I know that are going to use these tax refunds and these stimulus checks. No, but I'm okay with that. Just put it back in the economy because some hey. of us are saving some of us are saving whatever we get from the government because we don't get shit from the government often. So I'm. I need people to spend their money so we can get more money. But that's the thing; they're not. A lot of them aren't using it 
<laughs> a lot of them aren't using it in our economy. A no, they, of, they're going to have to. They're going to no, have to. Because a lot of them are out of the country. Are they traveling? You think oh, people are traveling? Absolutely, bro. I'd absolutely. be stunned. If, if you're traveling and getting surgery done in these here times, then bless your heart, bro. I know like, people that have been leaving the country. No, I know people that are traveling. Exactly. But I'm just saying, like, to be under a knife now with, you know, other humans that could have shit. If they would it's do it, crazy. if they would do it before and just didn't have the quote unquote time to do what they wanted to do or felt they need to do, what again? What better this is time? a good time though to get surgery yeah, yeah, and heal yeah. and just be like, I've been working out at home and eating good, and voila, new tell- body. My brother, I'm telling you, we know a few. And you just don't. Debut, you don't know no, yet. No, I don't. I don't know them. And then <laughs> debut, debut with an um, what's it called, Tori Lanez's story. Hey. I mean, live or whatever. They're trying to be on quarantine radio. Fam, those these are goals now, it seems. Mm. No, they're going to end up on quarantine VCD. Oh, gosh. (laughs) We're moving on. So back to China. Um, I'm not sure if people have seen it, but I feel like everyone, it might have, like, skedaddled down people's timeline Uh and made its way there. Um, But China, supposedly, because I... I feel like the sources we we all are sharing similar sources, yeah. But they're um, kicking people out their homes, African Americans or Africans out their home. I think just blacks as a whole. I'm guessing, yeah. It's um, just black people. Yeah, out their homes, out their hotels, um, and just trying to I guess put them in the streets in hopes of curbing the spread of Corona. It's our fault that all of that is happening. No, it is. It's worldwide. Worldwide, our fault. Everywhere. Because we've given a lot of foreigners, and I'm speaking as, as put, I'm an African when I'm saying this right now. Okay. Um, I think that Africans have given a lot of foreigners country in their homeland in order to uh, make certain decisions that leave them out of the final spoils, right? So you're letting the Chinese... For example, it's not all Chinese people that operate this way. Let me not generalize. But for those that have established businesses that are of Chinese origin in Africa, a lot of them have been exhibiting some xenophobia. And this is something that Bao and I have gone to Nigeria and seen examples of this ourselves. So um, it's unfortunate that these things happen. But again, you have to go back to the to the source. Like, who has been enabling these business owners who think like this to be able to set up shop and, you know, instruct their own community to treat the natives in these places, the way they've been treating them. And why has nothing been done until this Corona, everything pandemic became a thing, because it's not a secret that Nigerians have been complaining about being mistreated when things were not under lockdown. Why did it take this lockdown for people to now start caring about being mistreated? And it could also be because, well, maybe Nigerians are just used to, you know, being treated not the best by their own government. So what is a foreigner coming in? And it's not like it's not like it's the first time a, a, a potential colonizer has come in and uprooted the status quo and tried to, repl- you know, and been able to get away with a lot of unspeakable things. Is that not how the British conquered conquered uh, Nigeria? The whole, no, yeah. I think obviously 
I personally think blame should be on both parties. Mm-hmm. Obviously, um, we have definitely set pre- precedents for people to come in mm-hmm. and take what they need and give us give us the bare minimum. Mm-hmm. Obviously, leaders again their money to the side, you know, um, with no paperwork or whatever it is. So, I'm not shocked that they look down on Africans, you know, because. Mm-hmm. Africans also don't hold each other in the highest regard. So, but regardless, it's something to be called out because there are a lot of people there for business. You know, the Chinese are making so much money from the African traders that go there and, you know, to whatever warehouse, get things done, ship it back home. And, you know, there are a lot of Africans making money in China and making money for China. Mm. So, but, um, but once there's, you know, one thing off and it, it's just the whole damn race in a country is being targeted. And it's just sad because obviously when the virus hit here, and I'm sure we've had the conversation and we, we spoke with such, such great concern for the Asian community. Mm. And, yeah. Especially because it's invited so much xenophobia and people and innocent people to be attacked. And exactly. no, nobody's advocating for innocent people of Chinese descent, no matter where they are in the world to be attacked because they look a certain way, because they fit a certain profile while all these mm-hmm. things are happening like they're not mutually exclusive like we yeah, both, we yeah, both we're both friends with a lot of chinese americans chinese exactly, whatever that, exactly that's that right. it's just people. heartbreaking it's heartbreaking because we have to speak on things that concern home mm. and anyone that looks and sounds like sounds like us or deals with the shit we deal with is as family in the bigger picture because mm-hmm. if it could happen to them it could happen to us like we could have been stuck in Asia and or in China or in some city and then dealing with it because we travel often. So even, even though statistically, you know, when it comes to chocolate matters, they tend to stay silent and let us go through it alone. But well, yeah, that's what that's the thing, because I don't think there's a black country in the world where you would say, um, don't this race goes there and they're going to be targeted or attacked mm-hmm. because of their race, you know, mm-hmm. like. It's just it just doesn't happen like that. Even with all that's happened with slavery, Caucasians move freely in Africa. You know, all that's happening now with um, Asians developing, developing, quote unquote, certain parts of Africa and, you know, treating certain workers a certain way. People don't, you know, people don't attack them. You have Middle Easterns, um, people in Dubai with the way they treat blacks sometimes. Nothing happens when they come to these black countries. So um, it's it's shameful, to be honest with you. And I think it should be called out by every and anybody that can call them out. Obviously, China is not a country you, you look to and say, OK, if enough people speak up, China is going to feel otherwise. But regardless, it should be spoken about and our concerns and voices should be heard I agree. by the communities here. And back there I agree. In, in China, because obviously people have family there. Um, word should spread because when something happens here, there's always reference back there to, you know, Chinese people, you know, who have families here speaking on certain things. This is true. So, but also, I, I feel like the governments in Africa should be kind of ashamed because they borrowed so much money from China. And uh, and so, I mean, most governments around the world have borrowed money from China. Oh, I think they all have. That they'll never yeah. be able to pay back. So all it takes is for China to be like, look, pay us back or we now own your country. So I think a lot of these African countries that are experiencing um, racism or prejudice, rather, by, by um, non-Africans in their territories, I think that the, the, the shame, I was about to say, 
the shame of these people is that we owe these niggas money. So like, what, like, what can we really say when they, in in reality, they they own they own, you know, they own the land that they're in. Uh, it's it's wild. But anyways, uh, I hope they figure it out, Chad. Because I keep, I'm tired of hearing that this place is, you know, refusing service to black people, and that place mm-hmm. is on fire because Kicking people are. People yeah, I'm cool on that. Um, speaking of uh, uh, culture Look groups, transition. Look at transition. <laughs> Were the Chinese ever given uh, rep- uh, reparations, or the Japanese were given reparations for uh, how they were? treated treat unjustly for um being sent I, feel, to, I feel like i've read something about japanese internment Japanese. camps yeah, yeah, yeah getting something but i don't want to i don't want to like say hell yes yeah we're not sure like, but don't with all these things going on and with the stimulus checks being sent out don't you think that like everybody talks about um reparations and stuff like if this system clearly could work if they're able to give every American <clears throat> a stimulus check that qualifies under certain conditions, right? What is stopping them from executing a reparations plan for black people in America? And again, this is just a hypothetical question. This no, is not me. It's, I, I, think, <coughs> I think we know what's stopping them, don't we? I think it's... A, I, I, would... I think it's just not giving a fuck. Not giving a fuck and not wanting the advancement of black people... Um, or African-Americans in the country because um, you see what might like, just think about the fact that if the country invests in the African-American community, Mm -hmm. the country itself grows, Mm -hmm. you know, like you have people who are then able to open their businesses, buy homes, um, play the bills, you know, just little things that would be, because a lot of people want to do more in their community, want to do more in their countries. Like, I feel like the African-American community now talks a lot about advancing itself, mm-hmm. talks about owning things, talks about um, financial literacy, you know, all these things. And people always talk about financial literacy, but it's one thing to be literate financially. It's another thing to, another thing to have money to actually liquid assets yeah yeah to invest in your literacy yes because sometimes you might know what to do but you just don't have like the money to do it you Mm -hmm. might know not to use your credit card without having you know the cash for it but if you need something that you have to use your credit card i agree you might know to you know invest x um a certain percent and spend a certain percent but if you have bills that higher than what you're, you know, what you're getting paid, you're not going to, you know, you might know it's right, but you're just not going to practice what you preach, Facts. so to say. So, um, I think I think reparations would change the country for the better personally, because it's not like it's a group where you'd say, okay, they have direct contact to people outside the country where they would send money out the country. This money's will go. The money will go right into the community. That's an interesting point you raise, especially because is I feel like even all these stim, the stimulus check uh, as it stands right now, I think that's a big social experiment that the government is definitely watching how people are taking the money that they've been disbursed, those who have received money, and they're going to track like they already know how how much money you are making, how much debt you're in all these things they can access all yeah, that data yeah, so if they're giving you 
how I think they you know. You, no, but what I'm saying is if they're giving you money, right? They're giving you money saying you don't have to pay it back. Here's money to keep yourself somewhat on your feet while we figure out the next step. I'm sure they're looking at the people that are taking these checks that are in loads of debt, credit card debt, student loan debt, um, like collections, whatever, mm-hmm. uh, car note debt, whatever, mortgage, back payments, um, child support, etc. And they're taking the checks that they're getting and spending it on like material things, like things they don't need instead of taking care of their actual expenses and bills. Uh, I can only imagine that the government is probably going to use those type of behaviors against them in the future somehow. <laughs> well, if, even if they were to do the smart, I don't think they'd ever give the money. It's just one of those things where whoever does that is probably afraid of the his base. You know, even when we had a president of African of African descent, um, I wouldn't, you know, I think whenever he did certain things to, like, support a certain group, he was attacked for it, mm-hmm. you know? Like Obama when, phone, um, Obamacare. Yeah, like, even if it's something that, as long as they think it helps the less fortunate, they just target it as black. Well, I mean... Even though, even though we know that outside, you know, the East Coast, or if you go to the South or the Midwest, you, you have a lot of Caucasians, you know, taking advantage of Obamacare. This is true. You know, you have a lot of people in the Jewish community taking advantage of Obamacare. It all comes down to financial literacy and greed. Like, anybody's going to use the money however they feel they need to use their money. Yeah. Whether it's responsibly or just because of material desires and vanity. Like, it's really up to the conscience of the person that has access to the funds, right? Yeah, I think it's the same in every race, Mm -hmm. you know? I think, I think, most of these people, black or white, live in similar uh, similar community. Yes. So if you if you have if one person in a group in, in in a town feels the need to buy sneakers because they're black, I'm pretty sure there's a white person they hang with that's gonna buy sneakers too, because you know they just share similar interests. So I know they they know where the money's gonna go because they they track our spending, they know our habits, they know things like that. So just like we all had to fill out the census, they know what certain neighborhoods are doing. True. And they know what the average person um, is spending based off their literacy level. Like you could just be a high school graduate or college graduate, or just, you know, have better financial, like some people, you know, you don't have to graduate college to know how to deal, you know, to use your money. So well, I think you do need this... someone to teach you how to be financially literate. Like I, oh, definitely, I, I will definitely. say my father wasn't, involved in economics or anything money related growing up i probably would be in a very very different place financially like i just do i would who would have taught me like university didn't teach me how to be financially literate they don't high high school taught me how to write checks but not how to bounce a checkbook or not and not how to you know account for my spending like they didn't teach me that no no i'm saying like you write write checks you don't write balls school teachers the most school will from my experience, so uh, how growing up in the Connecticut school system, the most that I learned about finances in the public school system was how to increase my debt, like how to Definitely. how to write how to write a check, how to make a signature, how to um, uh, interest how interest rates work for credit cards, how stocks work. Like those are the things that we were taught, like passively 
in school, but we weren't taught how to uh, manage uh, what's it called how to manage your. Uh, I don't. I don't even. I don't even know what I'm trying to say anymore. But basically, I think that the American public school system encourages young people to get into debt because it plays into the capitalist system that we live in. So anyone that's able to yeah. make it out unscathed or with low amounts of debt are anomalies. Like either they had nice cushions in their families that were able to, you know, protect them from the realities of debt, or they just weren't necessarily subject to being exposed to all the capitalist, you know, mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. outside of like food and whatever. Some people are just not attracted to the newest iPhone. Some people aren't attracted to the newest car. Some people don't need that bag. Some people don't need to, you know, just be vain. And like, yeah. some, some people don't care to have nice things. Some people, you know, obsess over used. Like, everybody's different. So, anyway, Sha, I hope that the, the this whole pandemic thing gives the government opportunity to revamp the public school system. I tweeted this other day, I was like, will it actually happen? Probably not. But if there's no better time than now for the government to figure out how to uh, reprioritize what's taught in the public school system. Like, kids do need to know about economics before they graduate, um, at least high school. Um, because to go to college and be on your, a lot of these kids on their own for the first time in their lives, and a lot of them are applying for credit cards at this time for the first time in their lives and having to deal with financial responsibilities on their own for the first time in their lives. It's either college or jail that a lot of these kids are learning how to, you know, money, mm-hmm. on, their, money on their books or credit cards. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. No, it's it's absolutely sad, and I feel like obviously the government knows all this. So of course, whenever they give they give out a dollar, they know they're not giving you a dollar to to for your for your like to further yourself. They know it's going to come back in some way. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So, um, any any anybody that that is uh, misusing their stimulus check, or just be careful. You don't know how uh, the spending of that bread is going to come back to haunt you. Just be responsible, Shaq. I'd be stunned. Uh, to be honest with you, I'd be stunned if reparations ever comes in. I think it should. I'd be stunned if it ever happens. I'm sure there's a candidate out there that's going to gather a lot of steam and um, run for office, run for governor, run for whatever, and promise those things. But I feel like once he gets there or she gets there, it's going to be something else. You how, know? how are people going to qualify? How are they going to base the qualifications for, like, who would, how would they be able to say, okay, this person qualifies, this person qualifies? Like, how black would you yeah, have to be? Yeah. Like, or do you have to yeah. be uh, fourth black, half black, and eighth black? Like, it would be messy. And I think with every, every year that passes, it gets even messier, you know, because um, then you get people saying, my family was affected more than their family was, or I've been disenfranchised more than they had. Yep. You know? Like would Rachel, um, would Rachel Dolezal qualify? Would John Mayer? Right. Would John Mayer qualify? Would Bill Clinton qualify? You know, like these we, are all questions. Do we, do we go through people's tweets mm-hmm. that they hanging on? That been hanging on themselves, you know, because some people are hanging on themselves. You know, that would Justin Timberlake qualify? Would like these are all questions? Would Robin Thicke qualify? Would a, mm-hmm. so Bill Clinton? 
I'm just saying, some people have, uh, you know. Does Bill Clinton qualify to you? Whether whether we like it or not, there are some people in our country that believe that Bill Clinton was our first black president. Even though I believe that Abraham Lincoln was our first black president because of his Scott actual Storch. because of his actual genetics. Scott Storch, he's another one. You know, he he was in the roots, man. Like he he's from you know Philly, you know Amber Rose. Like there's a lot of people that uh kind of, you know have been able to dwell in certain chocolate spaces that would definitely uh, have to be microscoped in such scenarios. Like, who are we to tell who qualifies for that? They would have to develop some sort of system. Yeah, I hope hope it happens, to be honest with you. I don't even care if I get a penny. Would Would Halsey qualify? Oh. You see... Let's talk about it. You see, um, these are serious questions. A lot of names. Would logic, would, would, would logic qualify? How, how much is logic getting? <laughs> <laughs> logic can't get the same amount as as who? As Meek. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you can't. You just can't. I can't think of a better name at that moment. But logic can't get the same as Meek. Does, you uh, know, it's gonna be very like, interesting, man. There's a lot of uh, I want yellow, I want yellow, and cool. That uh, it would have been so much better if this was done so much earlier in time, you know. A lot of these, where, a lot of these uh, Creole joints, a lot of these southern joints are gonna have a really interesting time, you know, trying to yeah. trying to prove it's, it'd be crazy because a lot of their ancestry, might, a lot of people might fly back in. The lot of you that has left this country. No, a few people in Cuba, I'm sure they're gonna be back here. I America, yes, I. What do you mean? You know? I'm, I America. I, you know, I left. I left when I, my, you know, my parents told me to leave. And then you have Drake's son. Grandfather is an American citizen. Oh, this is yeah. this is true. Drake himself got to get some. Son is blonde hair, blue eyes, but he definitely, you know, you know, what I mean? whatever that, whatever that math is. You gotta get something. You bring up a very solid point. No, it's it's gonna get. I I swear to you, from the bottom of my heart, I hope it happens. <laughs> but how, the dynamic of it all, the science of it all, like, bruh. I, you know, I it's it's a lot. I didn't even think about Drake's son. That was actually Doctor Doctor Umar Johnson needs his donations. Gifts. Gifts. You know what I mean? Like he's putting in work. He's putting in work. Donations. Do we do we then say you know based off your track record, (laughs) get a little like it's messy. Uh, Speaking of mess, uh, did you uh, catch the uh, season four premiere of the messiest show? Mm -mm, mm -mm. My guilty pleasure. I like peace, my brother. Uh, It's same, which is why you're gonna love how the season four premiere. Uh, okay. Went down. Did you? So you didn't watch Insecure's season four premiere? Oh no, no, I did. <laughs> I definitely did. I like peace, my brothers. All I said, you know what I mean? Because so that would make you a part. I of, hope if you like peace on a specific part of the show. Got it. So if you're a fan you know of peace, cover the hive. If you're a fan of peace, who is the character you believe that you align the most with? Wow. Because all of them seem to have. Certain Lawrence, moments. my brother. You know, you're Lawrence Hive. I mean, shout out to everybody that's Lawrence Hive. Heavy. Yes. You know. Round of applause for the Hive. Shout out to everyone that, uh, you know, and... so and that Best Buy shirt. 
So Lawrence's story is, is interesting, right? Because I'm not sitting, neither of us, Bao and I, as um, uh, retired uh, miscreants, we are, you know, not in that life anymore. But for those of us that do understand that uh, Lawrence definitely was an ancient individual right. in the we've beginning never, of the series. We've never gotten to enjoy the spoils that Lawrence has. Correct. Lawrence definitely, uh, Lawrence and Issa definitely were interesting, an interesting pair when we first began the series a few years ago. I, I didn't see where the chemistry was. I think that the, the flame in the relationship had burnt out. Um, a long time. long time ago, and yet Issa, I think Issa was just kind of com- complacent. She was just like, "Well, I guess this is just my life." And Lawrence wasn't doing enough to um, kind of show Issa that he even cared to be in a relationship anymore. Like, son forgot like so many things. Forgot her birthday. Like, just forgot all these different things that as 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 uh, yeah, his landlord, like, unfor- his landlord was doing unforgivable things, right? This landlady, I am so sorry. Yeah, don't for, don't forget your girl's birthday. Um, Simple things, you know. Uh, what's it called? People are unsending messages on Instagram. You know when people unsend messages <laughs> on Instagram, that shit is so yeah. that shit is so dangerous, bro. It's 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 just never the same. Why are you unsending messages? Who, it's who, never the same. Whoever is unsending messages in my DMs right now, I hope that's. The god of Okonkwo will just punch you in your nose. Wow. That's what I hope. Because it, trust, it doesn't make sense. Anyways, um, Lawrence High for, for sure. Um, I don't think that they were supposed to be together the way that uh, the series was trying to uh, imply that they were going to stay together. That being said, um, when they did eventually split up, Everybody was excited to see Lawrence with um who was what was it? It was a um what was the The Bank chick? The Banker Bay, yes. Ah. Um, you know, and she was interesting, but she was also quite mad. You know, she just resembled a uh an African babe shot or a West Indian babe. But it's fine. It seemed it seemed like familiar energy for those of us that, that understood that scenario. Um and Esau right. and Esau also was, you know, dating and and trying to find her footing, and, and they were trying to figure life out without each other, which was interesting. So here we are, fast forward to season four, and we see that Lawrence has moved on. You know, he has found peace. He's now dating a new individual uh, named Condola, who seems like a good match for him, given that we don't know too much yet about the relationship. But how did Lawrence meet Condola? Boom. They met at... Issa's best friend's baby shower, Tiffany. Tiffany is also a clown. Amanda Seals, char- <laughs> Amanda Seals character. So I find that whole the way that they were set up to be interesting as well. But I also think Lauren should have kind of known, like if I, if you're meeting a joint at your ex's friend's baby shower, then there's quite a high chance that this new joint that you're interested in getting to know is connected to your ex or could be connected to your ex in some way shape or form in the future and that's kind of what happens right like Issa's mentor is the chick that ends up dating Lawrence and Lawrence doesn't connect the dots until Tiffany (laughs) tells it's it's nuts bro it's just it's just a mess and um, now Lawrence is aware that 
his ex Issa works with his current situation Condola and th- that's going to cause some awkward tension uh, moving forward in the in the season so I'm interested to see what becomes of that but also Molly bro let's talk about Molly what is your take on Molly <sighs> exactly that is a, actually a valid and, take like I'm very happy she's a the character is being played by a Ninja woman because I have a lot of love for Yvonne and everything Yvonne does Same. So Shout Molly, out to Yvonne RG. yeah Molly is uh, very dry she, very dry she, babe she's one of the worst characters very, She's very dry, babe. Like, I'm sorry, fums. I, I, uh, if I'm, da- if I'm dating someone and she has a friend like Molly, it's going to cause problems. It's, it's not, it's not going nowhere. Like, bro, because you know, once there's fights, and then I spoke to Molly too. Ah, you spoke to Molly. Molly said you ain't shit, and I should have mm-hmm. known because she was right about the other. And day Molly day. gonna be big bro in you. Hey, big bro. Yeah, hey, bro. she sees you in public. Like, oh yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know why your girl like, tripping like I'm, that. That's between you and her. You know how she is. You know how she get, but she gonna call you tonight. Yeah, I'm gonna make sure. And she then Molly you gonna ask you, "You offside it? I need help paying my house." <laughs> Molly is that babe. Very, very dry babe. Very, very dry. Babe. I don't like her character. I don't like her. I don't know her characteristics of her. Yeah, cool. We know, we know a few Mollys anyway, but we're not going to go there. I don't, I don't wanna go there. I don't. I don't know any. I'm sorry. I don't wanna don't go claim, there. We don't claim anything like that in our circle. Amen. Um, so yeah, uh, what do you think about Molly and Andrew's situation? Boss is enjoying chopping life, <laughs> it's not much. I mean, like, it don't get no deeper than that. Molly obviously wants something, and sometimes you gotta, you gotta work for whatever it is you want, and you gotta be clear in what it is you want. Like, you're doing this, I'm not with that. If you're with this, then let's do it. If not, you know, I respect your decision. And Molly's just not a clear person, and she just doesn't hold herself in the same light that she holds everybody else. Correct. I don't, so, think, I don't think they Molly's communicate. Molly's a dry well. babe. Um, Issa obviously upsets with Lawrence Hive, so it's hard to... But there was a whole lot of male ass cheeks to start that that last that episode. It, just, it didn't sit right with my spirit. When she had the flash, when she had the uh... fan, <laughs> all up on all up on man's crack. Dude. No, like, and Condolos wearing clothes the whole time, but which was Lawrence without clothes on. That shit was hilarious. More male ass cheeks. What's going on here? Yeah. And I'm still. I'm gonna call out insecure for this. I don't know if it was the end of season two. I feel like it was the end of season two where they inferred that um, the pregnant lady's character, what's her T- name? Tiffany. Amanda Tiffany. Seals. Amanda Seals. Yeah, 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 Amanda Seals. But Tiffany, I was trying to get the character's name. Because Amanda Seals' personality is a whole different thing. So oh, she's I don't want to absolutely nuts. Yeah, it's a, it's a, um, yeah. So anyway, <laughs> Tiffany's character in Insecure, like I, they were inferring like, the husband was cheating on her. Wait, they're referring that Tiffany's husband was cheating on her. Yeah, like yes. there was some. Yeah, I, that was season two, I think. Nazis, then the season three. Well, who and I who were like, they implying that he was cheating on her with? No, because there was something where that she was saying he's supposed to be here watching the game. I think it was a boxing match or a game or something. Or he's home, but he was actually with the guys, and they were supposed to cover it up. It was. I have to rewatch episode um season two's ending episode. Mm. But I just felt like they put that out there and I was like, oh shit, it's about to go down season three. And it wasn't addressed at all. At all. At all. Well that thinks that means it may be addressed in season four. I honestly I agree with that. I think that there's a lot of 
um, there's a lot of uh, unfinished business from yeah, the previous yeah, yeah. seasons that are definitely going to be addressed. In yeah, this it's season. such a great show, and it's like I think attention to details should be played a little bit more because mm. um, it has that you know it could because it's that show you could watch it in any. I feel like ten years from now you can still watch it because it's a relationship thing. You know, it's a girl trying to figure herself out, a guy himself, like you know, getting her off Issa cheating, and you see both sides. Like it was well written. Like you can, you can fall for any character and like, you know, stand for the actions through through as the episode develops. I agree. So I, th- I, I think I think both of their I think their relationship between Issa and uh, Lawrence. I think their relationship ran its course and. You know, when they separated, I think that they were both able to use the fuel from their breakup to lead them into the best versions of themselves, or at least better situations for themselves. Like, Issa is clearly doing better for herself professionally. She's running her own, you know, nonprofit situation. She's having a block party that's being sponsored by a lot of dope sponsors. Lawrence was able to figure out, you know, life post Best Buy, and he tried his luck at a tech firm didn't work out and now he no it uh what's called he tried to launch his own app didn't work out and then he kind of settled for being at a tech firm to have some stability mm-hmm. i think that they're both learning um what, what if he says bad vibes <coughs> what if they were both bad vibes bad vibes for each other yes it could be the case because i think i think they both mean well i just don't know if i think that the the bond that they developed over five years was an unhealthy one um this is my personal again i'm not a therapist i'm not a i'm not renaissance past pat um but i think that one can one can love someone and be in love with someone while still realizing that they're not a good fit for each other um and i think that's what we're witnessing witnessing between Issa and lawrence like they clearly there's unresolved tension there whether they'll actually resolve it is left to be seen. Um, but they're, I don't think they're compatible with each other because they're not transparent with each other about their wants and needs. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if they know how to be transparent with each other about their wants and needs because there's a lot of passive-aggressive behavior that happens between the both of them. Um, so, I mean, we'll see, Sha. I think season four is going to be really interesting. Uh, yeah, I love, I love the show and I obviously can't wait. I'm so interested to see how Molly and Issa fall out because they alluded to that as well. There's a fallout that's coming. Right, and um, Um, I've been watching Breaking Bad, so you know how they give you the gist of the episode in the beginning. So I was like, oh, look at that. Let it play out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so um, we'll see. Boom. Uh, What do you also, Drew, what do you think is going to happen with Drew? Do you think his wife knows about Molly? Um, Be- better question. I, Do you think that he was in an open relationship? Remember, he said he was in an open marriage. I think, I think he, I think he is in an open relationship. I think, as a guy in an open relationship or in a relationship, he might not have been forthcoming mm. on what exactly is going on. So, mm. uh, and how you know, sometimes people are in relationship with people who aren't in relationships. But I don't think that was the case. Oh. <laughs> Well, I don't know if you're laughing. You, there's a reason you laughed at that with a little <laughs> too much chest, my brother. Yeah, you know, I'm just, uh, I would just a uh, small commentary. It's not the big deals. Uh, okay. Not the big deals. Yeah, small deals. Small, <clears throat> deals. small deals. Yeah. Um, so, what other shows have you been watching? 
Um, no, it's I've been binging Breaking Bad. I, I'm supposed to catch up on Westworld. Um, it was a show I fell in love with in the beginning, and I felt like it. It felt it just like fell by the wayside a little bit. Um, I felt I don't know. I felt like the writers couldn't keep up with what they started. This season of Westworld is absolutely nuts. Yeah, um, good way. I, it's okay. I think that uh, the aesthetics, like the the visuals, are immaculate. Like this is the most beautiful season as far as like architecture and the world that they've oh, built wow. and the technology. Oh wow, you just... about to shit on this shit. No, no, I, 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 you're setting it up well. Beautiful dresses, beautiful gowns. For the storyline to be positioned in the future, uh, I think that they've done a really good job uh, matching the time period that they've placed the show in with the technology expected of that time period, Mm. right? With the architecture expected of that time period, with the with the mentality of people in that time period. So I think they've done a really good job at that, uh, as far as like a science fiction, you know, aesthetic. My concern is that the storyline is written in a way that's not, it's a little disorganized, just a little. And that's, and that's something that uh, has been shared with some friends I know that are also watching it. They just don't know exactly what's going to happen. Like they can't predict what's going to happen. Yeah, no, I, I like, that's what I think we all loved about it. Cause and you, you haven't, you haven't really watched too much, so I don't want to give too oh, no. much away. If it's something I should jump back into, you should like, definitely jump back into it for yeah, sure. Okay. Um, because there's, there's a character that's important from the beginning of the series till up till right now that seems to be the inspiration of all the confusion. Mm, okay. That's all I can say. Okay. So I'll give, so if, I'll give it another shot. Yeah. Westworld is definitely uh, one of the shows that I've been following up on. Another show that I've really uh, started getting into is on Amazon Prime right now. It's called Tales from the Loop. Mm. It's, a, it's another really dope science fiction um, series. It's based on, um, I think, I believe it's based on a few paintings from like some French painter um, or some books by a French novelist. Anyway, Sha, very dope show. Uh, really cool to kind of, it's like a, it's like a black mirror, but less uh, fucked up. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because Black Mirror is a hard show to compare to anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's impressive. It's really cool as far as like um, seeing like how technology uh, and like supernatural or just like metaphysical technology can really push the limits of what our imaginations can think of. So that's why I really I love shit like that where it's like, again, think of Black Mirror, but just less gory, less like, like okay. inappropriate, I should say. It's 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 less cringy, but it's more like, oh shit! Imagine if that technology existed. Right. I'm gonna like, check it out. There's stuff. so many people keep telling me to like dive into Amazon's Prime, and it's you know, it's a list of shows and movies. So it's just so much. Absolutely. Oh yeah. I'm, also, if I'm also all, Curb you know, is up you know, on uh, Curb Amazon Prime. All, the um, back of the season the wire obviously is a classic boom and everyone the wire not seen the mentalist mentalist really good i believe aaron's aaron sorkin directed it who also directed like the newsroom and a few a few other dope shows yeah yeah yeah. love aaron sorkin stuff i think aaron sorkin the way um breaking bad is the tv director so far um 
I've I've watched um two seasons of it. Have it's you so watched crazy. Better, I saw better Call Saul? Everyone's like, yeah, you should watch Breaking Bad first. So I stopped um, I stopped Better Call Saul and started um Breaking Bad. I like Breaking Bad. I actually really, really liked Breaking Bad. Um, Better Call Saul was a little slow for me, so I kind of I've I've dipped in and out of watching the show. I should probably I should probably spend a little more time with the with the current season, just because I don't really (laughs) feel like I need to go all the way back to season one and see how he was living his life as a fake lawyer and then how he changes his name and all this other stuff. But the season, the season, the current season we're in, he's finally changed his name to Saul Goodman, and he's like starting to, right. you know, That's get his feet exactly, wet in the world um, that eventually. And I know nothing about the Breaking Bad universe. I'm um, just watching a lawyer scrap for. So start start the newest season, and I think that that will. Uh, I think that because yeah, I'm be in season two of Breaking Bad right now, and the it's fun. Current season, uh, yeah, it's fun. I think I'm about to wrap up season two. Okay. Uh, it's like trying to watch Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z at the same time. Because you're like, why does why is this little fucking character also named Goku? But he has a <laughs> tail and a red shirt, and he's two feet tall. Like, what's going on? And then you watch it, you switch to Dragon Ball Z, and nope. you got pink. Kamehameha! You got, you got pink. Yeah, so pink I'm definitely going to finish Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad is keeping my attention on. anyway, so I like, might as well finish it. Absolutely. Uh, um, did you watch Rizzer and uh, DJ Premier? Agenda. DJ Premier. Primo. Rizzer and who? Uh, I did. And uh, I also <laughs> heard the, uh, you know, everybody nicknames. Uh, everybody very nicknames Rizzer Bobby Digital, but his digital skills was definitely left oh, to be wow. desired. Um, I definitely called him Robert Analog in in, in, in mono just to be uh I it was it was cheeky. fun. I thought the um, battle was interesting. Me, um I, I just you know Bobby Digital pu- pulling up with no sleeves <laughs> and a leather glove with you know. I'm not sure if that was a corona friendly move. Because <laughs> you know, when you don't need sleeves, I'm just saying. you shouldn't need gloves either. But then He was just he was he just, just dressed like bow. he sells belts on Fordham Road, no, so I didn't know exactly what to Don't just send that spray out like that and um, just continue our day. No, <laughs> Ax, sir, please respect my bro. Thank you. Uh, and uh, yeah, I also found out that spent some time in Ohio. I think had a murder charge. I think they said so. What is it with all these like older artists claiming to be from certain boroughs and they're from like Wisconsin? I, I learned that uh, Exhibit, you know, everybody thinks Exhibit's from Cali, but he's from like uh, Arizona or something like that. Like he's from New Mexico. I, th- like, I think it's Mexico. like Kanye's like, one from of those places where it's Atlanta like, originally, huh? right? You know? Yeah, Kanye's from Atlanta originally, but they moved to Chicago. Ah, and he even okay. talked the Bronx. And the clip, the clips, um, the clips are from Bow Wow himself is New, from one thing and rep something else as well. Um, I think even is it Snoop or somebody else? They said was born elsewhere. I don't know. Yeah, it's well. I think you rep wherever the culture, wherever you're inspired by the culture, 
Um, it's like when ASAP came out, everybody was like, oh, he sounds like someone from Houston. Um, but obviously, Manz is from Uptown. And then some people say Harlem. Some people say the Bronx. Um, so it's a whole thing with that. Yeah, 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 it's just uptown. Like, if you're from New York, it's uptown. It's uptown it anyway. But, it's just um, uptown. <laughs> once you want to get technical with the way he dresses or how he raps, then you can start, like, you know, pulling teeth. But um, I I was, I was, found out recently that he's not from SI because I was going to make a few jokes about Staten Island, but Mance is from Brownsville, you know? So, let's go. I thought Rizzo won. Um, I thought who Premier think, has. Who do you think won the battle? Premier's um, resume is insane and basically unfair. But Rizzo was just like there's Some people who just do better at battles. And Rizzo, Rizzo like came, man, put them gloves on and ripped the sleeves Perfect. off for a reason, you know. And and he had Afro Samurai in the background. He knew what's up. I agree. I personally he knew what's up. <laughs> I agree. I think that Premier is my personally. I think Premier has the better mm-hmm. records. He's my personally better producer. Uh, yeah, but Riza just brought uh, the right ammunition to the battle, and I think I think Premier was trying to catch up at some point and saved mm-hmm. like the records that would have given him that would have helped him win certain rounds. I yeah, think that he like saved he was trying to build. Like he's a producer, right now, so I think he was trying to produce. The battle and start off a certain way and end up strong, and then Rizza, who does um, scores for movies, was just you know what had the scene in mind and just started straight, straight like fight mode. And you know Rizza watches a lot of mm. um, kung fu, karate, um, anime, whatever it is. Like so, I think he just was. From day one, like from song one, he was like, okay, these are my 20 best songs, and we just going to line them up right. And then he even had some bonus tracks. Um, so, but Rizzo was not, Rizzo was not playing with them. And mm. Premier, obviously, like, when Premier dropped um, New York State of Mind or Nas is like, or dropped the Biggie joint, but even Rizzo dropping his Biggie joint. So it was just like, wow, what they wow. Yeah, so Riza Riza won for me. I was very a big wow. I love the battle. You know, it's just like two people that obviously care for each other and respect each other, and maybe they don't get to say it a lot to each other. So they, you know, they got to show love to each other while playing. You know, because I'm sure you always have your comp- competitors work in your head when you make yours. You know, making sure you do it as best or even better. So. To just play their shit and be in each other's space and appreciate each other. I think that's great for hip hop. Because a lot of the people they played aren't even alive anymore, you know. Guru, mm. Big, um, I'm sure there's some more names I can't think of right now. But it's you know, a lot of these people don't get to live out and get their roses at a later age and just step back and do other things outside of music because hip hop is you know, most of their first loves, but you can see with Jay-Z, you know, he gets to do management in sports. He gets to, you know, go into alcohol business. Same with Diddy. Um, all these people get to do other things. And obviously, Rizza is living his dream. You know, he's working with um, a lot of movie producers. Um, he worked with um, Afro Samurai. He's done all the things he likes to do. Premiere himself, chilling, continuing in what he's 
he's interested in. So it's dope to see the OGs in hip hop have enough money to live their life and also invest in their interest. It's, it's really dope. Same with basketball and sports as a whole. Like a lot of these people, Absolutely. once they retire, they get and to do you know other things, and I think it's great to watch. Yeah, like oh, it's been amazing. I was so happy they figured out Instagram to not cut that off because of all battles to not cut off after an hour. Oh yeah, those OGs would have been so lost. Yeah. Yes. Definitely shout outs to Fadia too on the Instagram side for sorting all those issues out because there was definitely we needed an OG. Uh, on yeah, the tech side, no, no, I don't those, think uh, concerns about like, the time that battle would have happened. Just like Part monetization, happened like they rolled out monetization for accounts too. In some way, premiere, like it's just it, thank you to thank you to Instagram. Mm-hmm. Obviously, thank you to Swizz and Tim for what they did and uh, what yeah. they're doing because I feel like it's not over yet. I know yeah. we still have that that yeah. big battle that everyone's still trying to figure out how that's yeah. going to happen, but. Kudos to them on everything that they've done. And obviously, yeah. we're Nigerian, so we know the Nigerian <laughs> clashes are happening. And I'm sure it's happening in other cultures as well that we're not involved in. So they've definitely sparked something. So big up to them both. Mm. Indeed. Yeah. Uh, and uh, shout out to Instagram for allowing uh, certain channels to be able to monetize themselves. It's going to be interesting to see them go kind of head-to-head with YouTube because, you know, YouTube's been allowing people to monetize their streams and their live streams for a minute and Twitch is doing the same thing and there's a few other platforms that have been enabling creators to monetize their video streams. So shout out to Instagram for rolling that out to select partners. That's huge. Secondly, I do agree with you that there needs to be some rules with the versus, the future versus battles. Like, I think that yes. Riz's uh, yes. sound quality could have been a lot better. That was probably the biggest complaint that I heard throughout the battle. I think that the rule should be, look, yeah, I, if you're not technically inclined, you I should have a you. millennial at least. Like, I agree in the with room you, but I feel like this whole the tech, the tech shit out. and then makes things a little trickier. His kids there with him. But I feel like Riz Dog, is one of those on my ship ops now. Yeah, yeah, I don't know how yeah, it's yeah, like well, it was a sound issue, right? So unless they're they're into engineering, then maybe maybe they don't. Correct. Parks is the one. Shout out to Parks. I think Parks. I Parks, wanted to watch Parks, uh, uh, Parks, uh, Parks, listen to the Joe Biden podcast. If Joe Biden reference Parks that. in the comments. But shout out to Parks for um, letting Primo know what to tell um, RZA for his sound. Yeah, they they dropped the episode. Uh, I believe yesterday they uploaded an, an episode that they recorded um, remotely because they're doing the socially distant thing. Um, they initially said they were going to take a break for a while so they can uh, deal with some personal things on in, on their side, but they were able to get an episode out yesterday. So shout out to them. Um, yeah, so that's that's versus. Uh, Let's take another break with our sponsors and come back and wrap up the show with uh, the song of the week and (laughs) fan mail. Sendwave allows you to carry out convenient, instant, fee-free, and secure money transfers from the U.S. to Nigeria. We've partnered with them to bring our listeners the convenience of sending money to Nigeria from the comfort of your own home. That's right. To take part, simply download the Sendwave app on iOS or Android and then apply promo code WAHALA. 
Again, that's promo code WAHALA to get free money and access the exchange rates the No Wahala team has been enjoying for some time. Now back to the show. So, no, um, I yeah, think is there um, anything else that we, was we it. Uh, the that listening party, to... I don't know if you want to speak on that. Oh, yeah. So, Division's listening party. Um, I think that a lot of people are going to be very impressed with the content that comes out when Division's album drops. Um, I'm trying to remember if I remember the name of the album. A Muse in Her Feelings. Um, A Muse in Her Feelings. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I personally enjoyed the content. Um, I haven't spoken to anyone else that I know was involved with the listening party yet to kind of know what they thought about it. Um, But, uh, yeah, it drops today. I mean, again, I'm speaking as if the episode is out, so it drops on Friday. Um, But, yeah, I think people are going to be really impressed with uh, the content. Um, I'm not sure what records are going to stick out the most or who's going to like what. I know there's there's a record with Future on there that people are going to like. I know there's a record with Buju Bantan on there that people are going to like. Uh, there's a record on there with Popcon that people are going to like. Uh, Snow Allegra made a record with with um, with the with them that I really enjoyed. Uh, yeah, it's Courtside, Jesse Reyes. There's a record party on it. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be fire. Anyways, everybody check it out. Musing amusing her feelings. By the time this drops, it'll be out everywhere. So. So I can't wait to hear how that comes out. Hmm. You know, oh, happy belated to, to my Delta sister, oh, Miss Banks. Mm-hmm. Bob, is it Bob? Oh, mommy? Mrs. Bob Daddy. Bob Mommy. Happy Bop. belated to my Bop sister, Happy best day to you. Happy best day. You know, out to the UK Mami. stores and doing your thing like that. Just thing. Please, 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 like please, please Can I call yourself, her Industries or Shakiri sister? Ah, ah, ah. No, I'm please. going to I'm going to give her a please better cultural group. Yes, we. I'm just kidding. I don't I don't want any issues. We don't want to give you something to worry about. Shout out to Worries Finance. <laughs> no, no, we don't. I reject the worriness. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm not going to bed with worry or any, anything like that. No, happy belated birthday to Miss Banks, uh, wherever you are in the world, assuming you're in the UK. Shout outs to you. And quarantine, you quarantine. Great uh, rest of your quarantine. And once this is all over, we can all celebrate. <laughs> quarantine, quarantine, quarantine. Once this is all over, we'll all celebrate at, uh, you know, tape or whatever and have a good times. If, if Are you pulling up to I'll the occasion you know, those parties all over? Who am I to say no? Ah, uh, the slip is on the table outside? already. I mean, do you, don't well, you have to get permission? A few things, there's a few things before the slip. Um, <laughs> I, I, I feel like, you know, I like my chances with the permission slip. <laughs> Yeah, I've been getting straight A's. So, um, you know what you get? That could be your birthday. You know you get straight A's. You you like your chances for the trip. You just got to make sure your bed's made, you know, and there's no dishes in the sink. You know, that's where I stand right now. (laughs) 
it's funny when you when you when people date and they have like uh their get out of jail free cards or their uh their what's called their their uh, mm-hmm. arrangements with their partners where it's like okay well on my birthday I get to do this I get to do that. I it definitely wouldn't be that, but I think get out of jail free card on. It'd be so, so much worse. It. So much worse. <laughs> <laughs> Anything? <laughs> oh, okay. oh wow. You are you are You are Um anyways, shout outs to uh Miss Banks again. Uh, what else? Oh, you want me to go first? What's your song of the week? All right, so you go, you go first, sir. I mean, I can go first. I already know. I know what song that. Uh... Okay, so in the spirit of social distancing, I wanted to make sure okay. that I uh, pick a song that's applicable for the seasons. So I've decided to, uh, you know. Go with my homegirl, mm-hmm. our homegirl, a friend of the show, Tenny. Tenny been doing her thing. And her, and her newest and record. Every, you know, everyone was still trying to figure out how we go and stay home and be productive yeah, and be out there. Tenny's doing her thing. Yeah, peep, peep the record and, you know, let's, let's see how she feels. Uh, we should be, you know, living life through this. Uh, this pandemic, you know, she just wants us to isolate, you know. So here's Tenny with her latest record, Isolate. Take it slow, 30, 30 seconds, I'll 
So yeah, that was Tenny's new record, Isolate. Definitely uh, follow her on the gram, Tenny the Entertainer. Can I follow her on the Twitter? Big shout to Tenny. I also want to shout out, yeah, um, Cardi. Cardi's been doing her thing. Uh, She's obviously been home like everybody else. She's done. She was in U.S. Census commercial. She had a live with um who um with um Joe Biden. Not Joe Biden. I'm bugging. I'm bugging with Sanders. Like you know what? Buddy, you are well like, bugging, Bernie Sanders. Bugging. I'm bugging. I'm bugging. Joe Biden and Joe Biden will never not be funny to me. <laughs> you see, that's Jesus. that's what happens. You went outside and you're letting people see you. Know, you, you this is where you are. Yes. You know what? I was gonna. It's so sad. My friend, will you pick your people? I wanted to shout out. I can't. No, 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 no. Okay, so no, no, shut them out, shut them out. No, I'm just gonna because you, I'm you, just you gonna move these. forward. Um, I'm gonna <laughs> shout out this man from East Africa. This is my current um, my song of the week. His name is Alikiba. You know, I don't know if you know Alikiba. Okay, A L I K I B A, because you know I'm a man around town. So. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to pick the OG song, but I'm just going to pick something something different because of the lustiness in the air. Because, you know, people at home bored without their partners or some are with their partners. Whoa. Whatever. Why are you, enco- why are you encouraging a nastiness yes. guy? You know, yes, people are suffering in so their abode. Abode has to throw themselves. some lusty in there. Well, the name of the song is called <laughs> Seduce Me. Alikiba. Nah, I'm, wow. I'm out here trying to spread love around the country. You're not a dirty person. Love. Love. L-U-F. Whoa. What are you trying to spread? Love. That's what, that's what they're calling it now? Hmm. Look, wow. everybody's daughter wow. has a listening. Don't be careful. So, anywho, spread love. This Don't is... be careful. Don't be careful. This you is know? Ali Kiba. Uh, Just practice safe Tanzania. everything. Wear your mask, go. Hmm. You know what I mean? Hey, the, I want Zanzi. Was I it Winga? I did my research. Let's talk about it. You know? Like Look at you, guy. On this called Cinderella, so I think I was going to I'm proud of up, you, guy. Listen to Alikiba, the song is called Seduce Me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> 
Use me like water, hell. Water, hell. Don't do like that. I'm too small, dada. Seduce me like water, hell. Water, hell. Now you're a cupella. Nagamavumba. Nagamonataka. They call me Kiba Rockstar. Namalinga mapia. Kira mojana mpa. Wananita misifa Oh, paswa kichwa Nina mandinga mapia Kira moja nampa Wananita misifa Oh, paswa kichwa Ora, no do like that I'm too small, dada You seduce me like water hell my guy Alikiba from Tanzania you know mm. talk about from I'm just that was, that was a spicy record Sha whoa I can't we can rewind talk about, this episode we because can, it's going to pain I'll, I'll call somebody's daughter for you to speak to her. it's going to mm-hmm. no let's no 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 we no, 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 don't, don't call anybody's daughter call. that's calamity, calamity stuff so let's not do it's that okay thanks no, let's let's not. Do <laughs> no, that. yeah, but shout out to Alkiba. Let's to move that past that one. Um, thank you all for listening to episode fifty-six, and we are gonna end. Ah, you forgot the fun I story. Gonna, can I, can my I guy, our new end? <laughs> uh, whoa, that sounds well. <laughs> our new end. Sounds, <laughs> our new segment. <laughs> You know, back to back episode because this is something we've been trying to consistently do. Uh, so I'll let Tunde, the voice of the voice of reason and our great narrator, speak on our fan story. Shout outs to everyone that sends us the wildest stories every week, and for us to like go through which ones we're going to read again, it's it's always hilarious. Anyway, so this story was sent <laughs> to us. It was. Um, <laughs> I, I'm trying to think of what to, to, to name this person. I love, um, yo, we need a Kasali. You know what so we Kasali, need? We need a bag of names, story. and then when the story starts, we shake the bag and pick a name. Because <laughs> sooner or later, you're gonna fumble the bag. Absolutely. Hey, so, man. Hey, man. Uh, we will not fumble the bag in Jesus' name. 
But so, okay. so basically, Kasali is a, a a man of God, uh, you know, a child of God, Sha, that uh, was describing okay to us how he's been played once before in his in his life, and this is Kasali's story. So Kasali begins. I've been played once in my life. She was good, great even, a real professional. She covered all her tracks immaculately. She used my non-invasive personality against me. She won until she didn't. Here's the story. So the first week of talking, she invites me to her condo warming party. I pull up and all her friends are there, girls and guys. Mind you, I barely know her at this point, so I don't know anyone there. But I'm social, so we get to playing some drinking games. I don't know who made this game up, but we all agree to put a bunch of questions into a bowl and everyone has to answer whatever question anyone pulls out. The bowl comes to me and the question is, when was the last time you had sex? I'm thinking, who set me up? Anyways, I answer. Remember, we had only been talking for a week. We hadn't slept together yet, so my answer was about to shake the room. I tell the truth and I say, three days ago, as I avoid all contact with her. I may have just shot myself. That's what I thought. He continues. Now, there's a Spanish youth. <laughs> there's a Spanish youth sitting directly across from me and beside her. It's his turn to answer the same question, but I wasn't, entire, I wasn't entirely certain at the time, but I'm pretty sure he whispered to the girl that I was seeing, wow. when was the last time again? When was the last time again? And he says, and he, then he looks at the group and says, last week. He goes, dot, dot, dot. Pardon? Pardon? Nah, it's got to be the liquor. I'm tripping. She doesn't have a man. She's currently smashing in the room right now. Nope. I convinced myself that I must have misheard what he said, and the game continues. It's her turn to answer. She gets up and, quote, gets everyone drinks, quote. So I'm like, it's your turn. So she turns to me and goes, you guys can keep playing. I'm just going to get more liquor for everyone. So I give, her, I give her the shifty eyes, but I didn't want to make it an issue, especially since nobody in the room even knew me. But I'm tripping inside. Uh, yeah, this is, I would be tight if I was in this two shoes. Anyways, he continues. I can't stop thinking about Spanish dude potentially whispering what I thought he whispered to her. So much so that I can't even focus on the game anymore. And I proceed to leave the party around 2 a.m. It's late anyway. So I make that my excuse for the abrupt decision to stop playing. She notices my energy is off, meets me at the door, and is like, is everything okay? Of course, I lie, and I hit her with the, nah, I'm good. I'm just a bit tired. She, I can tell she doesn't buy it, and I can see she's trying to replay the night and locate the moment she slipped up. But we both hold our composure, and I leave. I sat in my car for 20 minutes that night. Then I texted her, listen, I know we're not together. I, I know we're not even together, and we just started talking. But don't invite me to a party with a man you're fucking. I couldn't keep it in any longer. But she was ready for what I had to say. So she responded immediately with the vintage, what the hell are you talking about line? So I continued to tell her about what I believed I heard. He said, a Spanish dude turned to you and asked you when was the last time. This is where she gets into her bag. First of all, me and Spanish dude are only friends. He didn't ask me when the last time him and I had sex. He asked when was the last time he told me he had sex. Because he's always telling me about chicks he's fucking. Bruh. At the time, I felt like a complete idiot. And because I barely knew her, now I look crazy. And because I now felt like a damn psychopath, I apologize. Mm. He repeats, I 
apologize in all caps and tell her to come outside so I can tell her in person that I'm sorry. She comes outside and she milks me for all I got. I can't believe you would think that I would do that. Why? No, you don't. Why? You, don't, you, don't. you have to give small air. Thank you, thank you, thank you. He continues, I apologize again, all caps. She then leaves and drives home. Fast forward, we get past that mishap and we continue to talk. This is the important part. Talking we continue to talk. Remember, they're, they're talking. Of... Mm-hmm. We continue to talk for the next seven months. That's a, that's, that's a long time to be talking to anybody. Truthfully, without any issue. No fights. Met her family. She met my family. But at that point, I still hadn't, I still hadn't made her my girlfriend yet because that night in week one with the Spanish dude still hadn't left my mind. Now, at this time, my dad is getting married and he asks if I want to invite this girl as my guest. Now, my dad's wedding is no small thing. So I had to really think hard if I would bring her to that. And after some thought, I decide that she's been amazing for seven months. Why not? Right? Well, for the entire time that we'd been talking, I hadn't posted a single photo of her. I kept it on the low because I still had my concerns from week one. But if she's coming to my dad's wedding, I figured, nah, this might be the day I make her my girl and release that photo publicly as the first post of us. It's reception time at the, after the wedding, and the DJ is playing some tracks. I asked my dad's friend to record us dancing to the cha-cha slide because we were hitting it nasty. It's time. I posted on the gram and continue to dance with my girl. I post the picture. I post the video. It's blowing up. Hundreds of comments, thousands of views, and a special DM request. I the man that doesn't know the last time he had sex with us? We need da, names, man. Yeah, I'm telling you, we don't have a hat of names. Spanish dude. It's Spanish dude now. With one question and one question alone. Mm. Why mm-hmm. are you posting my girl? Dot, 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 dot. When I read that, I deleted the video off my page immediately. Didn't even think twice. At this point, we had left reception and I was shooting at an event and, we had, and I told her to meet me there. She arrived where I to- told her to meet me with a text. I'm here, babe. I reply, excellent. I met her outside and told her, let's go for a walk. So she goes, what's going on? She could tell something was off. I repeat, a walk. Straight to business. I have so much energy right now. Why is Spanish dude in my DMs? Again, she's prepared like a Navy SEAL. Wow. He's funny. This guy has been jealous for years. Why is he doing this shit? Oh, my God. I stare, I stare at her. She lies so comfortably. She lies so comfortably. This is nuts. I also have to get back, to, back inside to finish shooting. So I park the conversation, but my mind is racing. The event ends and we head back to her place. Then I tell her we'll talk in the morning and I'll go to sleep. First thing in the morning, I wake up with, I wake up with, okay, so talk. She then tells me how there's nothing between them and that she'll handle it. But... Don't message him. My brain and my emotions are all over the place at this point. I agree to her terms and head home, but I'm tripping. The next morning I'm at work and I can't even focus on my desk. I know she 
said don't message him, but I need answers. So I message him, fuck it. I send him a DM with my phone number and the words, call me. He called me in 0.2 seconds. I got right into it. So Spanish dude, let's cut to the chase. Have you had sex with her? Spanish dude laughs and responds with, she didn't tell you? I'm like, tell me what? Just answer the damn question, Spanish dude. And he's like, bro, we dated for four years and lived together. What do you think? I then pause. I compose myself and ask again with whatever hope I had left. Yo, Spanish dude, did you have sex with her? He goes, of course, man. Have you? So then I tell him, we've been talking for seven months, so definitely. And then I ask, when was the last time y'all had sex? He goes, um, like three days ago, I think. Mind you, my dad's wedding was two days ago. Two days ago. All right? Remain composed. You're at work. Just be calm. I'm like, all right. Spanish dude, did y'all at least use a condom? He goes, we've yeah. never used a condom. I almost threw up on my desk. So Spanish, Spanish dude then goes, all right, I have a question for you. At this point, I'm so weak, I reluctantly respond, sure. He goes, there was this one night around 3 a.m. where you were knocking on the door, or knocking on her door. What was that about? I take a second, and I'm trying to recall what he could be talking about. And then I immediately, and then I ask, how do you know that? He responds, well, my dog was barking like crazy, and I was inside. She told me not to open it. Was that you? I stare, I, I blank stare at my computer. Spanish dude, that was your dog? He goes, yeah, bro. So at this point, I'm dizzy. Because she told me that she was dog watching for her girl that night and wasn't even home. Yeah, it's wild. Before deciding to respond back to Spanish dude, I had no idea what to expect from this conversation. So my, uh, you know, my spidey sense told me to record the entire call. But at that point, I hung up and just sent her the recording. She had the nerve to reply with, so you messaged him any? You messaged him anyway? I, I. So I'm like, nah, 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 nah. You don't get to do that after all this. You don't get to come back and respond that way. So I proceed to add them both to a group on WhatsApp because I'm done with the games. This ends now. She comments in the group, this is immature. Laugh my ass off. Anyways, I continue. Spanish dude, have you and her been together and had sex? Yes or no? Now, Spanish dude comments, bro, prove you did. And I'm like, huh? What? What is happening? We just had a call and now you're questioning me? I'm genuinely confused. She leaves the, the group chat and so does he. So I'm sitting at my desk in amazement. What the hell just happened? Laugh my fucking ass off. What? And he writes a bunch of scribbly letters. Anyway, See? they can have each other. <laughs> oh, this, he, go, he continues. He goes, oh, P.S. A friend just messaged me about the girl that I, I just wrote about. She's like, you won't believe who she's dating now. Mind you, I haven't seen or spoken to Spanish, Spanish girl or Spanish dude since 2017. Turns out I know the man she's now with. Another dude that ain't Spanish dude. I'm staying can't, out of this. Can't hate the, the player, end. He's got to learn the game. I'm not, I'm not even stunned something like that. Super happens. wild, man. I'm sure she has Spanish dude as, you know, just a backup plan. 
Yeah, and um, I guess homie, you know, seven yeah, he's months, definitely the fallback dude. Then make him feel secure enough. I don't know what to tell him. It sucks. I mean, has, I, you know, I, I, I feel for, I feel for Kasali. Um, I get it. I get it. The pops wedding. The pops wedding. Sucks. This is a this this is unfortunately not this is not an uncommon you know, story. Right, and yeah. now you got and you introduced that. a complete and then the new next girl one that to your comes, whole family. You know, now you your sure, family's gonna be you know, asking where's like, this girl at. We'll move on. You know, a lot of these girls be wilding, man. They be introducing new dudes to the family because they don't care. Because remember, he said he met her family as well. So I no, can only I, imagine I like have maybe a, this girl has that, but not run this game for nothing. years. Like, yeah. Me and my homeboy. Like she was dealing with. Was <laughs> yeah, and I was like, I was talking to Mom Dukes and wow. her sister and all that. She was, she was wild thing. Shout out to her though. Yeah, to both mm-hmm. of us. Because when I and her, when I'm I sure her family were like, homeboy, oh, like treating you like nothing you, was wrong. Did you talk to the sister, Mom? She goes, yeah, they man, cool. Felt like it was like a Usher, Usher, and the name of one say. Yikes. Yeah, I, I'm not mad at. Listen, We've all been I through certain, certain scenarios like that, up man. On signs I didn't pick up on, but I'm not mad at a player. Exactly. Sometimes when you're interested okay. in people, you kind of lose Nigerians. your your blinders. You don't put your blinders on. Mumu, you, know and you end up falling into falling for the traps. Exactly. Mm, well, nah, she yeah, she move just got to move on, move away from that. Got to be careful. Be happy. But yeah, it's, um, not in, it's not any deeper than it is, you know. Bro, he say he's he saved himself from a from a deep shit. The fact that he was talking to the girl as long as he did and he didn't commit, right, right. Uh, is probably a result of his intuition kicking in. Like he probably wanted to make that move because of you know she was probably super tough. She probably looked great. She probably had a great personality. But he like that first week, he was like, nah, this is a red flag. And no matter what he did to try to get out of that mindset, that red flag was still there. And that unfortunately, that's like the killer of most relationships. Like, we'll see a red flag and ignore it. And then the shit just no, becomes a calamity. He, so he has he everybody will be lesson, okay, Sha. You know what I mean? And hopefully, you know, if you don't get no no STDs or anything like that, he bounces back and moves forward. Um, that's the it's a cool world. Heard, it's an absolute cool world. So hopefully he, you know, he's not left with any parting gifts, and he can move on. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> yeah, at least he can get her it pregnant. It could be worse. Yes, Boom. Well, yeah. Pick thanks for yourself. thanks for sending that to us. Uh, Person, person who sent that to us, Kasali. Good, you know, good looks. Uh, yeah, continue to send us stories, man. We love uh, reading, um, reading um, your tales, man, on the on the show. And thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for uh, everyone who's been sending us messages on the social media or email, or whatever. Just like supporting. And uh, episode fifty six was fun. I hope to bring you episode fifty seven before. Uh, too late. No, um, just continue social distancing, washing your hands, with? staying safe, you know, making sure you're being responsible for the people in which you're sharing a space with. You know, that's uh, 
That's about it. Stay safe, people. Yeah, man. Yeah. And also, and also, there's a lot of people that are, you know, dating or or getting to know people or we're getting to know people before all this social distancing stuff kicked off that are finding it tough to like pursue the person they were dating or you know communicate with the person that they are dating. I know a lot of people are going through it right now. Um, I would highly advise that uh, people learn the love languages of their partner so they don't uh, drive wedges between their situations. And also, so they don't force things that aren't there. Like, a lot of people are learning a lot about themselves and about their partners through this experience. Um, So it's going to be really interesting to see where things kind of fall when this is all over. But I would say for everybody to hang in there, man, like, don't, uh, don't let this pandemic like fuck up good things if they are good things but if you know that it's not you know if y'all are not seeing eye to eye and and you know you if you can't communicate hey like i need space or hey i need a little bit more attention from you at this time like a lot of people are under a lot of fucking pressure right now so i just think that everybody needs to kind of relax and breathe and yeah. take things. No, you're 100 you know, right. Tempa, I've spoken to as they would say. people. You know, people. Yeah, everybody. In the same cool. space as their partners. Recently married people. It's not easy, and you know, you got to fight for certain things, and obviously be understanding of those for those you care about. So you definitely spoke on it, and I'm just in agreement. I've spoken to a lot of married mm. couples. It's not easy. A lot of people are going through things, learning a lot about themselves and their partners, and in such trying times. So it's like decisions have to be made so quick now because, you know, you're in this space with this person. You think you thought you knew the person, and obviously just being in their space a lot longer than you thought you would be is like showing you certain lights that you didn't you didn't see coming. But... um Yeah, I don't. Yeah, like I like my personal space, and so this is that 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 aspect for me is a little less. Uh, I mean, I guess it depends. Like, if I'm if anyway, that's not even important at the moment. But I will say that everybody's dealing with this shit differently. Um, some people need a hug and aren't getting it, and it's affecting them. Some people need a lot more than a hug and aren't getting that, and it's affecting them. Some people are really okay with being isolated and their partner may not feel the same way they feel because they need that physical, you know, aspect that they're not getting. So every, yeah, everybody just needs to be respectful of everyone's uh, wants and needs and hope that we all make it on the other side, the other side unscathed. That's all. All right, yo. See you in episodes 57. This is the Noahawa, the podcast. Come slowly, baby. You know, I go give you no know, wahala.